Welcome to another episode of Growth Marketers Podcast. I am Solomon Timothy. And I am Taylor Rowe. Today's episode was a topic that I think we get asked not only every day, but probably multiple times a day is about backlinks and do backlinks still matter? Are backlinks important? Are backlinks going to help me? How do I get more backlinks? Uh, really everything to do with backlinks. And so today we tackled this topic to the best of our ability. Uh, we did not work at Google. We did not That's right. develop the <laughs> algorithm. And honestly, from conversations we've had and from the data we've seen and everything we know, I don't think anybody, you know, I don't think the founders of Google could really answer this question the way that you wanted to be answered. But we did our best job of explaining how backlinks can impact your, or how they do impact your search engine optimization, your website's uh, visibility and ranking, and what you should consider when developing a strategy around building backlinks. And hopefully we answered the question of do backlinks still matter when it comes to SEO? Enjoy. All right, Taylor, we're back in the studio. And today's episode is do backlinks still matter? Yep. All right. Um, Maybe you can help explain what a backlink is to our audience. I'm sure some of you don't know what that might be. And a lot of you might if you hired an SEO company or worked with a consultant. Mm. But there's a lot of people that, you know, believe that that's like a big thing. And that's all you need. And, you know, and I believe there's another side to it. So let's, yeah. I think we want to dive into that. How's sure. that? Yeah, no, that sounds good. It's a great topic. And I think, like you said, there's a lot of debate in the SEO world about, you know, really two oh, sides of dead. the, yeah, two sides of the camp is like, hey, it's all about backlinks. It's only about backlinks. And then maybe that is a little bit more historically, people would say that, you know, back in the past. And now some people say like, you don't need any backlinks. It's all about content. You know, content is king. It's just, you know, go in depth about your content, focus on becoming an expert and thought leader and backlinks don't matter or Google penalizes you for backlinks, right? So there's always uh, questions around backlinks. So like you mentioned, maybe it makes sense to just kind of explain what a backlink is. You know, in theory, in the simplest terms is that one website linking to another website is a backlink, right? It's a link back from that website to, in this case, your website. So any, really any type of website is technically a backlink. Now there's a lot of different types of backlinks. Do follow backlinks, no follow backlinks, the idea of domain authority, which we can talk about, or credibility. But again, in general, it's just any website that links to you with a hyperlink pointing to your website is a backlink. So the question would be then, is that still effective or is that important when it comes to SEO? So maybe you could talk a little bit about historically what that used to look like, right? Sure. When, when backlinks first became, existed, SEO's jobs were just kind of to manipulate the internet in the way of getting a bunch of backlinks. And that was really all you kind of had to do. Yeah, so I would say the very, very early days Google's one-on-one algorithm mm-hmm. was the number of backlinks that led to anybody on the first page. Mm-hmm. So it was very ex- easy to exploit. All you had to do was get a bunch of spammy links, and then now all of a sudden you right. rank number one. There's absolutely nothing else other than title tags and meta descriptions, some basic elements that tell Google what the keyword that you're going after. And then over time, of course, that got more complex. Right. Uh, and then Google started to derank sites with poor backlinks. So they got rid of every kind of spammy link sites that you can get for free. If you can get for free to me, it's absolutely worthless. Mm-hmm. So don't go out trying to get links from websites that anybody else can get a link from. It's bad. Google start to, you know, literally dis- like remove a- any yeah. value from those 
links. So then people started to do other tactics like guest posting and press mm. releases and a little bit better. Mm. And then Google came out and said, no, no more press release either because those sites are crap. And then guest posting. Nope, don't do mm. guest posts. Anything that you are trying to do at the end of the day, Google didn't yeah. care. Or make your own websites. Make your and own websites, PBNs, yeah, yeah. and all of these sorts of tactics have been looked down on because, again, Google knows that if you tell them what the algorithm is, they'll yeah. do exactly that. And then all of a sudden, there is no value in the algorithm, right? So, I mean, SEOs are the fastest people to figure it out. Right. So they have to keep innovating so that they're 100 miles away from the guys that are doing the gray hat and definitely black hat. Mm-hmm. Tier quality links. There's a lot about backlinks that we learn and we study, we test, and have folks in the industry that we openly talk about yeah. about these types of tactics. But I think we've gotten to a point, it's not like it used to be. There's no way to pin the algorithm for a particular keyword or client or site or right. anything. There's no way to do three things and know that you're going to rank. That's just where we are today. Right. Yeah, I mean, there's hundreds of variables. I mean, Google, in their own guidelines, they list about 200 different variables. I always kind of equate it to like the Coca-Cola formula. Is like, yeah. we'll give you the ingredients, but not like the exact recipe, right? And right, so and that's Google what, keeps it really general, so nobody yeah. really knows what happens. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and even they're even more vague because it's not like the FDA is like, well, this is, is this sugar or not sugar, right? So yeah. Google has like, hey, here's our... 200 variables and data points we look at and here's our explanation of yeah, what those exactly. are interpret it in whatever way they that tell you, want. you not to worry about your seo just do just <laughs> yeah, keep yeah. writing content well, and, and, keep and that is something that we should address is like the smarter google gets and the algorithm is learning from you know it's all machine learning right, right? and so in theory right what google wants you to believe and what google is trying to strive for is that Google will show the best result. Google That's will right. show the most relevant result. There's no doubt. No one, you don't have to do anything but be the best result, right? And so what we have to do as SEOs is think about what that means. And what Google is trying to do is a couple of things. One, they're trying to make money, right? And don't forget that that's that number one, definitely. first and foremost, what they're trying to do. But how they make money is by what? Being the best search engine and providing the best user experience, right? So providing the best user experience for their user means giving the user the most relevant result to whatever the intent of the search was what they were looking for. Even if the searcher, which you've everyone has seen this anecdotally, is like, before you even finish your thought, or even if you don't quite know how to contextualize what you're searching for and how to put a name on it, you search for something near that and Google's going to show you the correct right. result, right? And before you even finish typing, Google's going to say, did you mean this or just suggest, Right. And the other thing that they try to do is then keep you on their website longer because that's a better user experience and they're controlling the The narrative, the environment, ultimately results to be more profitable for them because then they make money off ads. So the more they can control that user experience is a win-win. The better experience they have, the more money they're going to make, the more users they're going to have, more data they're going to collect, right? Their data collection company and, and ads company, right? So... What does that mean for your website? And what does that have to do with backlinks? If you are a search engine and you're trying to provide the most relevant user experience and or the most relevant result and the most authoritative result, how do you decide what that is, right? And at the end of the day, even though it is machine learning, it is an algorithm, it is an algorithm designed and created by people, right? And so 
Google has one of the more recent explanations of how this works is an acronym they call EAT, EAT, right? Which is, stands for expertise, authority, and trustworthiness. So for you to be deserving of that number one position for whatever that search is, you have to show that you are the expert, the expert. in that topic, that you are an authority in that topic, and that you have a trustworthy website. So if you think about that, how would Google understand and how would Google prioritize one website over the others when it comes to expertise, authority, and trustworthiness? The way that I would look at it is how you reflect that on your website. Expertise certainly could be the content on your website, right? I think the level of depth and knowledge of your content around that particular topic that someone is searching could be enough just from the what we call the on-page optimization could be enough to show Google that, hey, these guys are the expert in this because they wrote all of this content, right? They've done a great right. job of summarizing it. Other factors would be like how long people even spend on the website, right? And those kind of things, like when they do send users to the website, how are they interacting? Do other people agree that you are an expert in this? They're finding the information they're looking for. So those kind of things I think would impact the expertise. Then you have to look at the authority and the trustworthiness. And I think as much as you can do from an on-page perspective to create the best user experience, have the fastest load times, right. you can have great you know, architecture of the website in terms of content architecture of like how the information is going to flow and where they can find that and show Google that you have enough knowledge and information in all these different categories. As much as you do that to prove to anyone that you are a trustworthy source or you're a credible source and that you're authoritative, think about it as humans, right? How do I know that you're trustworthy or that you're credible? Things like references, like what your past experiences are and what kind of right. success you've had in the past. And really the only way that you can see that on the internet is reviews from other websites, mentions on other websites, and also how many other websites are that are relevant and also authoritative are pointing to you for this particular subject matter, right? If I'm trying to be you know, the expert on whatever, digital marketing, and we're talking about, let's say, I want to be an expert on backlinks, right? And my website is all about backlinks. How many other websites that are SEO companies, digital marketing agencies, digital marketing publications, how often and in what context do they reference me as the backlink guy, right? Correct. So the more that that happens, the more signals that Google is getting that, hey, this is an authoritative and trustworthy website. Now, the problem lies in when we say do backlinks matter is probably more of can you fake backlinks, right? That's sure. the question of like, okay, we know backlinks matter. So I'm just going to get, they have 10 backlinks. I'm going to get 11 backlinks and I'm going to outrank them. Absolutely. The timing, where those links are coming from, the context of those links, the anchor text, the distribution, the, I mean, everything comes into play. So, you know, no two backlinks are created equal. Do I believe that they're important? Yeah, absolutely. I think that when we look at that acronym, again, that Google has come out and say EAT, I don't think you can really accomplish any of those, uh, definitely fine. not two out of the three without backlinks. And we certainly can't do it, like you said, by just buying a link from a, a PBN or a, a guest post or some sort of opportunity like that, because what's unique about that and what does that prove to Google when everyone else has done and can do the exact same thing and the exact Correct. same strategy. And also, even lately, because of all these restrictions, people have been buying links that they think are the secrets to their success. Yeah. And just handing money to website owners 
And I get, I wake up every morning, Taylor, you probably do too. People trying to sell me guest posting. I never buy a single one of them because I know better. Mm. But sadly, that doesn't mean that they're not getting other people to buy. Oh, they definitely are. They would, they would have stopped. Right. And they even promised like, I'm going to get you a link on Forbes, except Mm. Forbes is like no follow. So it doesn't even matter if you got a link on Forbes (laughs) and you spend $2,000 or whatever. So sadly, there's this this belief that that's, like you said, that's all they need. This is what we need. Like, if we just fix this backlink thing, we're going to be okay. And most probably, that is not going to get you the rankings. Because if it was that easy, everybody else will be doing it too. Hey, thanks for listening. Solomon here. Are you frustrated because you're not getting enough inbound leads? You're worried that the leads that you're getting are not qualified or Maybe you're disappointed in the conversion rate from the leads to customers, right? It's really, really low. Well, I got good news for you. I talk to business owners every single day. You're not alone, right? Businesses go through this when there is a lack of strategy sometimes. Uh, Maybe the approach isn't appropriate for your situation or sometimes you got all of those things right, but it was just poor execution. I'll tell you what, head over to oneims.com and fill out one of our forms talk to one of our consultants. That's all we do. We talk to business owners day in and day out. Share with us your challenges and see if we're a fit, right? See if we can find you a solution to your growing pains. You know, our hope here at OneIMS, and especially with this podcast, is to give you the tools, the technology, the ideas, the strategies, everything we possibly can for you to succeed. All right, so thank you for listening and let's get back to our topic for the day. Yeah, I think the problem is that just as no backlinks are created equal, while I think it's obvious that backlinks are a factor, I think that every piece of content, every search result, every you could look at every keyword and every search result every day and see different results. Right. Because the amount at which Google weights that backlink at that particular moment is something that only Google can determine. Correct. Right. So it's different results time of day. Right. Yeah. So I, so for you to say and pinpoint that, hey, I rank number one because of this backlink or that, you know, like you said, if you're going to buy a backlink, is this particular backlink worth $200 or $2,000 or whatever that is? I would say no, because it's not one single link is not worth anything, right? It's like the culmination of those links, the diversity of those links, how those links compared to your competitors, who else has links from that website? And there's so many variables. And then you even mentioned like, is it a do follow link? Is it a no follow right. link? The it's anchor too text. Yeah, it's too so, so do they matter? A hundred percent. Yes. How much do they matter and how much they will impact your website for whatever particular search term? That's something that is like, I want to say case by case basis, but I don't even think that does it justice. It's like even more than case by case because it's not just your website. It's that in particular page. It's that keyword is that like you said time of day right so there's so much that goes into that and there's so many factors and variables and it's a moving target it's always it changing it's evolving and so backlinks are certainly important how important they are for your particular scenario is completely contingent on that scenario correct and maybe today if you've been putting all this heavy weight on backlinks it's a time to think more about the other parts of the e Right. Yeah, yeah. Can I create more quality content? Can I be the expert? You know, then we worry about the piece that can be done. I mean, we do digital PR. It's a way to drive, you know, quality links. Maybe you can explain what that is. Yeah. If you would like just to 
make sure that people understand the kind of links that we get for our customers. Yeah, and we do. Yeah, as a marketing organization, as a as an SEO company, we do get backlinks for our companies, for our clients. And the way that we go about that is through a process that we call digital PR, which is essentially you know the same as you know PR back in the day in terms of like press mentions or hey, I want to be written about in this magazine, right? And now what we've done from a digital perspective is identify whatever industry you're in, what are your customers going to be reading, what publications are actually you know, trafficked and frequented, are seen as valuable or seen as thought leadership, right? It, whatever industry you're in, you're in some sort of metal fabrication or engineering or whatever that is, packaging, you know, e-commerce, SaaS, like there's some information, you're in sales and you're like, I know sales hacker, I've heard of sales hacker, like whatever your publication is that you think is good in your industry. Right. We identify those publications and we work with the editors of those publications to look at their content calendar and schedule and offer something of value to that audience so that we can really gain value from two sides of the coin. One is we're gaining that brand awareness, right? Because we're getting published in a industry relevant publication or website that our audience is going to be reading. So we build that brand awareness, build that trust. Again, when we look at what Google's trying to do is the same thing that we're trying to do as humans is like, Who's going to be the best for my business to accomplish the goals that I'm trying to accomplish? So as a website and as a business owner, as a marketer, I don't want to look at it as like, what do I do for the people? And then what do I do for Google? Like the more advanced Google gets, the more you should just focus on how do I become a better business and provide a better user experience? So the way that we get those links helps us accomplish, yes, I'm getting that brand awareness. And then also I am getting a link back from that relevant website to my website to a page that's relevant to that audience, to the offer or to the, the piece of content that we created and posted on there. So it really has a, a two-pronged uh, approach, approach and, and really a, a great effect. And we've seen great results from that type of authoritative link building. I mean, it helps you from the eat perspective. Yep. It's what I'm saying. You're actually yep. getting a link that you could put on your LinkedIn and yep. people aren't going to be like, where'd you get this link from? And what is this thing? You should be able to share the link that you got. Yeah. In my opinion, that's a quality link. And it's not something your competition is going to magically get that tomorrow. Exactly. And can you point to that as a single point of success for your SEO? No, that one link, just as you can't say, you know, I changed my title tag on this blog or this product page or this, you know, whatever pillar page. And that title tag took me from position 12 to position one. Like that title tag is the reason I rank number one. No, it's the title tag and the content and the meta description and the heading structure, the internal linking structure. It's the links that you have from other websites and the timing of those, the authority of those. So it's the same thing. It's the culmination of everything. But I can tell you, if you have an empty title tag or you have no irrelevant title tag, then you're not going to rank, right? So that's right. the reason you're not ranking, but it's not the reason that you're ranking. So right. it's a bit of a catch-22 there, but you have to have as many pieces of the pie better than the competition as you can. It's not about one single, you know, ingredient or a one piece. link is not going to save you. Right. Right. <laughs> so do they matter? Yes. Yes. But it's not is like the answer. Exactly. No, <laughs> that's exactly. I think yeah. it's the best takeaway. There is don't lose your sleep over the backlinks part. There's so much that you can still control, right? The content, yeah. the quality of it, the user experience, the information yeah. architecture. Can you invest more in the content and being a subject matter expert? that you are already on your website. Can you do that? And can you give that same content to other sites and have them link yeah. to you so it's you are the author? Absolutely. And you should consistently do that. And if you were hiring a person, you want to put a press release, do it. But don't do it because it's going to drive more SEO traffic. 
right? Yeah. And, and the anchor text and the ratios and whatever else. Yeah. And I think it's sort of left over like a residual effect from when you could do that. And basically you could just, if you knew that you had technical issues on the website, you have content issues, you don't have enough content and you knew you didn't have enough backlinks and you just thought to yourself, well, let me just overcome. Like if let's say you just need 30%, 30%, 30% or 33.3, <laughs> right? So like you just need one of those. You just say, well, I'm just going to do 100% on backlinks and ignore everything else. And it used to work, right? And, and then you used to, or you do the opposite. Is like, I'm just going to put all, I'm going to have all the content, all the keywords, everything's going to be optimized, but I'm going to ignore the fact that my website is not mobile responsive and they don't have any backlinks and I have any authority. And today it's just much more balanced because like you mentioned, Google is figuring out, you know, what people are doing to game the system and manipulate the system and they're eliminating that. So if you have questions around like the ethical, you know, standards of like what you're doing or the really efficacy in terms of, is this going to be effective in terms of, you know, this backlink going to result in X, Y, or Z just do, I think just do what is natural. Like that is what Google is looking for is like, if you want to become the most relevant result, or you want to appear as the most relevant and authoritative result, be become the, the most relevant authoritative and result. And be the most natural one. Too. Yeah, which comes <laughs> down to, you're going to have to look yourself in the mirror and say, okay, well, you know, this website could be better in terms of user experience. I could have more content on our website that is better articulated and formatted, right? Like, do we have infographics? Do we have videos? Do we have text content? Do we have table of contents on all of our, you know, information that shows like what how long is it going to take to read and what sections the people can jump to all those kind of things like make your website the best possible resource for whatever your industry is and whatever your audience is that for one is also going to people are going to link to that because they're going to find it and it's going to be a nice resource but also two that is going to i think counteract or outweigh any perceived like deficit that you have on your links or your authority, right? Especially if you don't have a great way to get those backlinks yourself, focus on improving your website and your content because that's also investing into your own infrastructure, right? The more that you can focus on your content, the get those two boxes checked, the technical components and the content. And if you feel like you have that nailed and you're still missing something, then I would probably look at how do I build the authority? Whereas, you know, five years ago, if you were to ask, I might say, if you're building from scratch, build the authority first, then build the content over time. I think that is flipped and and I would say focus on creating the best possible website and user experience and become that resource center, that knowledge center, especially because of the fact that we talked about at the very beginning, yep. Google is trying to keep capture that audience on their website, right? So they want to make sure that people ask questions, you can answer that question in a very clear and concise manner. And so the more that you can do that, the better chance you have of showing up for things like the the knowledge graph and um, you know the rich snippets and all those kind of things that I mean, have probably nothing to do with your backlink profile. Absolutely. No, and and I'm glad this is a very timely episode because Google changes their algorithm every day. We, yeah. we say that on podcasts. So people who are maybe considering SEO, maybe you talk to a consultant, you hired somebody, and you might even email, how many backlinks am I getting? Or does this come with a package? You're trying to come, you know, literally look two agencies, apples and oranges. Yeah. It doesn't really make any difference. That's not the thing that's going to make your business grow. So one thing I think we should definitely touch on before we wrap this up is that we said, hey, you know, one backlink is not going to make your SEO strategy. But do you think that one bad backlink could break your SEO strategy? Yeah, absolutely. You can have poor quality and and you can, of course, get rid of them. But if you do go down the path of getting more and more 
again, if you're paying somebody for a bunch of quantity, yeah. they will do whatever shady practice to get you the quantity. It actually can backfire. In my opinion, I'd rather have less links that are good than have a bunch of links that I have to now uh, get rid of it from my search console. Right. right. I don't want to have to do that. Right. Yeah. I think that's important to bring up is like, yes, we do think that backlinks are valuable, but they also can be a detriment to your SEO strategy if it's not done properly. So you mentioned the idea of, you know, finding an agency or a freelancer or buying backlinks or whatever that may be. Make sure you're getting in a position of the people that really understand, not only understand marketing, but have your best interests in mind, right? Would they get that backlink if it was their website and their their business? Because it may be a, just a transaction of, hey, I'm going to buy this link for $200 or $2,000 or whatever the number is, but it could have negative implications forever Absolutely. on your domain because that authority, right? The idea of authority is held at that domain level. And so if you get hit with a penalty or flagged or whatever that is in Google's eyes, that could be permanent damage that you're doing to your website. Uh, sure. it, if not, just a very big headache. Yeah, to disavow and right. then chase it down and, and so on. Sadly, it happens when you go down the cheap path. Right. I've seen that more than kind of hiring a quality company. Almost always. Almost yeah. every, I would say every time, the cheap yes, path. the cheap yeah. path. Even in paid media, I two times this week, I've talked to prospects that we went and picked this company because they promised the world and they literally never delivered anything. Yeah. I'm like, sad, man. I don't know what to tell you. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, don't, I don't know what you want yeah. me to do. Yeah, yeah. So it is what happens when you go down the cheaper path, you end up with more of a problem than somebody else now have to fix. And sometimes that takes you longer to get to success than maybe starting and then just doing it. Yep. Right. So any final thoughts? No, I, I think, unfortunately, if you listen to this podcast and you were hoping for some sort of a conclusive answer or a black a, and a white quick, answer, fast and easy yeah, way to rank. A yeah, I mean, on Google, let's, here's the deal. If it were that easy, everyone would rank number one on, right. on Google. And so I think you have to be realistic. You also have to be a little bit, you know, kind of introspective and look at like your strategy and your ideas and in, in your website and say, like, am I actually deserving of that number one position? Right. right? And if not, have I done everything I can? What do I what do I do? Right. And so, yes, getting other you know relevant publications, websites to link to you and point to you is a great way to do that. But you also have to ask, what do I have a value that they would link to? Right. What what one of my website is important enough that they would spend time to create content and then link to my website and point to me as a point of reference. Right. So you've done it when you write blog posts for your own website. You're trying to find information and you research and you kind of basically cite that resource by linking to it and saying like, if you want to learn more about this topic, go here. And so what did that website have that was of value to you and your audience? And you need to become that for the sites that you want to link to you. So before you even go about asking someone to link to your website or expect someone to link to your website, think to yourself, have I done everything, like you said, in my power to make this website the best possible website once they get there? And I think just doing that will inherently improve your rankings. And then the backlinks are just going to be kind of that, uh, you know, cherry on top of the strategy. Absolutely. Absolutely. Thank you so much, Taylor, for all of this amazing ideas. And like I said, this is not an easy concept. If you're getting started, if you have questions, we'd love for you to reach out to us. You can find us on oneims.com or if you want to catch all other episodes, oneims.com slash podcast. If you want to email us, podcast at oneims.com. I mean, if you like this episode, give us a thumbs up, like, share, leave us a comment. Anywhere, even if you want to hear more about backlinks and specific questions, we'll probably yep. do a Q&A episode next time. We're just, we dive into this 
very topic, right? This is one of those most debated things. Some people think that's all you need. Yeah. Some people think all you need is more content. And look, we've kind of given you our- And our answers may change. Uh, yeah. You, you know, we may have made a podcast about this a year ago and it might've been different than what we said very, today. Very much a moving um, But it is certainly one of the most frequently asked questions that, that we both get from clients, prospective clients and people looking to learn more about SEO and marketing is, you know, what's the deal with, you know, it's kind of mystical <laughs> idea yep. of like, what is a backlink? How do I get it? And ultimately, is that going to help? Is it going to hurt? So hopefully this podcast answered some of those questions. And if not, as you mentioned, we'll, we'll certainly make some more. Absolutely. Thank you for tuning in and we'll see you next time. All right. So if you enjoyed this episode, here are five things that you could do to help us. Number one, make sure you click that subscribe button so you never miss another show. Number two, share this with a friend that you know needed to hear this. And three, leave us a comment. We love hearing your thoughts, your ideas, things that you've learned so others can learn from you. And four, if you have a topic that you'd like us to cover, let us know so we can put that in our notes and share our insight All right, for our next episode or the one after that. And finally, you guys, join other growth marketers. Head over to oneims.com and check out all the resources that we have made just for you. I'm talking guides, webinars, blogs, videos, anything that can help you become a growth marketer. All right. So thanks a lot for joining us this week on the Growth Marketers Podcast, and I will see you next time.